Good old boys. A uh, Mart. Bog beef. Fredo. Still got it? Cannot conceive of losing it. Let's get that money. Where are they from? Uh, the Pixies. I've, I just assume California. It's like, you know, you know how there will be a band that like smart people like, and then that band will have one song that the band hates. That's their song. They hate that song because it's for dumb people. It's good. It's I, like a 50 song. Yeah, I know that. That's why I like it. Cause I'm a dumb person. Which is funny. It's like the I, doors. I'm you know, like, that's, that's like me with the Beatles, Merrick. Like I like, like, uh, eight days a week and hard days a night and that stuff. And then I don't like the critically acclaimed stuff. Now, see, that's funny because you've wrapped back around to genius because that once you become a true Beatles connoisseur, you realize that their er, that their earlier album, like you know, well, you know, Hard Day's Night, whatever stuff like that, was there was was better than the White Album. What was also by the way, I looked it up. Bog Beef Pixie Pixies are from Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, see, that was a they used to be a thing. Is like, oh, that's. Oh, those guys are from Seattle or those guys are from Boston and stuff because uh, I've talked about live music a lot lately and I've heard that recently this has been one of uh, Jordan Peterson's kicks as he talks about live music. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like In what context? Like he's like, li- he, he talks about going to a rock band show and um, he's so excited. I didn't see the video. People were falling out about this video where he talks about, you know, I assume that he's going to do one of those things. I'm sure this stupid, sounds stupid if you've heard it, but he's like, Oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. And it's the, um, you know, using the psychology terms and stuff and the, um, uh, to over explain it, but talking about live music, uh, live music is a big, is, uh, one of those topics that should be talked about more because this is one of the things that's died from, uh, COVID. I, I worked, I worked, I mean, I had a job for, I don't know how long I worked in the bars, but, um, my job in the bars would not have existed if it wasn't for live music. Live music is just, ve- was, I mean, it's, I mean, it's very important. Uh, I mean, I'm, but now it's like, well, why, who goes to a bar? We all sit inside and, uh, watch Netflix and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But that's weird. I mean, human beings, especially like, Remember before the thirties and the forties, you're not really the only way you experience music is you hear it live. But anyways, uh, I want to go back to the Beatles thing. What was that first, my favorite song by the Beatles was, uh, twi- I mean, I, I was younger and stuff. I haven't listened to the Beatles in a while, but I love twist and shout because mm-hmm. it was the, the, I like, I like fifties. I mean, so yeah, I mean, that was a cover. It was on their first album. Really? Uh, okay. Um, I didn't know it was a cover, I, but, um, uh, my favorite kind of music is is basically uh, all the stuff that's like in between con- early country blues and rock. Yeah, well, uh, I think that Twist and Shout was the Isley Brothers. Paul McCartney and John Lennon loved the Isley Brothers. And that was like a big thing in their, all their early songs. Hey, yeah. girl. You got you to gotta sing in that crazy falsetto to be in the uh, Isley Brothers, which is uh, it's weird for... Black guys generally have deeper voice than the Isley Brothers are. Uh, hey, girl, you know that uh, between the sheets. I love that song. Well, yeah, that. But see that like this is a a thing where uh, like a uh, was it pre- uh, perceived preference or whatever. There were a lot of brothers back in the fifties and early sixties who were really good at that fa- that falsetto. Like every 
every man, like every band had to have one. So like think about like Frankie Lyman or uh, Maurice William and the Zodiacs. Like these guys who could hit high notes, but that fell out of favor. And then once that was that was over, it's now like you know. Well, we won't complain about rap music again, but how about we we lead into the the X Files thing so we don't go straight from this to the horrible tra the horrible national tragedy that we're going to talk about. All right. Yeah. Uh. By the way, are, are you guys um? You like Van Halen with uh? David Lee Roth. Yeah, David Lee Roth. I actually saw Van Halen with David Lee Roth a few, couple years before he died, so I lucked out. David Lee Roth is dead? Or, uh, sorry, before, excuse well, me. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Van Halen yeah. died. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, miss, yeah. R.I.P., by the way. We miss Eddie so much. Eddie was a real American hero. Eddie changed the game. Um, Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, sorry, I just had to check. I mean, there. I know guys, when I posted about this i thought this was under controversial I had a lot of followers that were van hagar guys and uh i mean it, I, young maybe like if you, if you were born in the 90s maybe that's the van halen you know okay i mean um i think a lot of people think uh roth is a prick and they don't want to give him that because i'm i mean he, he obviously is you know what i mean yeah, but I mean that if you're if you're the front man of a band, that's not necessarily a bad thing to be. No, there's a couple I mean, jobs in this life that being a giant dick can actually be a, you know a, a bonus, and that's really one of them. Like that, like football coach. Yeah, I mean, so this this is the same thing with the with the uh, Black Sabbath. Uh, when I hear guys say they're Dio guys, I'm I'm just like, uh, all right. Give me one song that D that Van D that uh Black Sabbath Dio does that's better than like Snowblind. Just one. Just one. And they're like, well, of course not. I agree with you. The difference with the Dio thing, too, I think people get colored a little bit because he did so many other things, right? Like that I'm mm -hmm. not saying any of them like measure up to Ozzy and Black Sabbath, but like he, he had such a long career doing so many things. People are naturally going to have like a certain amount of respect for that. That spills over. I mean, I agree with you and I've seen Black Sabbath both ways with Ozzy and with Dio. And yeah, it's obviously it's better with Ozzy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Dio, uh, Dio plus it's, you got, you got the same thing. I mean, I don't know. People don't really hate Ozzy, but I mean, people are like Dio and Dio is like a try hard in a good way. Uh, he leaves it all on the track, uh, but let's let's get started. I mean, let's let's start out with the X Files. Well, well, you know, yeah, because look, you basically when you switch the front man to the band like that, you're rebooting the band. Like Van Halen with Sammy Hagar is not the same band it was with David Lee Roth. They might have the same name, but they're not really the same band anymore. Wait, 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 wait. Let's. Um, I do have. To, I just have to say one thing before we leave this topic because something came up, and it's be last time I talk about. It. Uh, I get a chance to talk about. It. So, uh, I like guitar stuff. I was watching guitar stuff the other day, and for some reason, the presenter, Josh Scott, got on the topic of um, the guitar in the modern in modern music, and he said something that really really got me. I think I'd like to share it. Um, he said, "Go to a, like a modern pop music concert, and like remember, um, so." Uh, doesn't like Eddie Van Halen play on um on uh Beat it? Yeah. Yeah. 
think of like Aretha Franklin respect. It starts out with like a guitar bit. You know what I mean? Bow, 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 bow. Uh, so the guitar is just everywhere. He said, I mean, he said something that shocked me. He said, go listen to modern pop music. He said, the guitar is a really fancy shaker. He's like, literally like they just hold it on the stage. He said, like, listen for it. You, you can't really hear it. It's just like they're holding up like a tambourine or something. It's just like a shaker. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to me, if you uh, are unfortunate enough to have <laughs> this is old, real old man hours here. If you listen to like a a, a a modern pop song, it's just it's very rare for them to have any guitar in it at all. So I can't imagine why they're standing on stage with one. It's but just, it's, it's purely decorative. Is that is that what he's saying? Literally, they're not even playing it. Well, they're playing it, but they like they they play it. <laughs> I'm plugged too. in, like when you're when you're playing Nintendo with your little cousin, or your little brother, and you don't plug his controller in, and you. Tell them, yeah, yeah, you're doing but a like, great job. Man. If you watch, if you watch like um, Taylor Swift's thing on stage, she's gonna be slapping away at a guitar, and she can play it, but like it's just not they don't use it. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know. Like I don't. I feel like America. Like we're going into dangerous places. Like we're gonna go <laughs> to America without uh, gasoline Mustangs, and we're gonna go without uh, electric guitars. I, don't, I just feel like this is. Like we don't really know what we're like what we're doing. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. <laughs> well, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, to your point, they did also announce they're discontinuing the Camaro this week. Yeah. So I that's that. now Challenger, Charger, Camaro. the The only one left is the Mustang, which that's actually not the first time this has happened. I think there was a there was a pretty long stretch in the early two thousands where the last one standing was the Mustang too. When are one of these sea sucker Republicans going to say something about the, about this? Why don't they say anything about what the EPA is doing? None of them. They don't just say it. Why? Like why? Do, why don't they just? They, they refuse to go there. They're just going to let their, the Democrats do this. You know what you could do too. Like you wouldn't. You like what would be dope is so like car sales all happen in the states, right? like registrations, all that stuff is handled at the state level. You could just say you're not going to enforce, you know, the EPA rules. In other words, like, you know, if a car dealership in Florida or Texas wants to sell like non-compliant vehicles, and there's enough states that are big enough, they might be able to get away with this, especially since those cars would be so much cheaper to manufacture, right? Uh, that you, that like, you know, your state's just going to let those cars be sold. You know what I mean? You could probably get away with it. What are they going to, you know, are the feds going to send the, who are the, I don't even know what agency they could send to a car dealership to stop them. You know, I hope that something happens because I, you know, I'm still driving a pre-patch car and I'm, it's getting old and I'm kind of worried that I'm going to have to buy one of these new, you know, $35,000 pieces of crap with the backup camera and all the attendant nonsense I don't want. I'm worried. I'm worried, you guys. I mean, okay. I drove my mom's car the other day, which, by the way, so all my like, I'm, 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 I'm a gold star lesbian now. <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, no, um, <laughs> that's what that's what the lesbians say if you haven't uh, <laughs> had sausage yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get the gold star. <laughs> oh my god! All right. If you don't have the gold star, they'll they'll afraid that you'll. Get, 
<laughs> get the taste back. You know what I mean? Oh, gee. Oh, my goodness. You got, you got to make sure. To... Oh, okay. Continue. Sorry. Explain how you're a gold star lesbian. Oh, uh, all my cars now have carburetors. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's doable. Like my, my, uh, my mom and her husband drive all, all drive. Like they're all their cars are old too. Like they're, I don't know if they're, they're not pre fuel injection, but they're all like nineties, nineties, uh, vehicles. Yeah. Late eighties is where carburetors basically go away. I think I have the, the gun version of this. I have no strikers, no polymer, uh, <laughs> and no strikers, no polymer. And, I'm almost at a no aluminum level. I only have two guns that are even aluminum framed. Everything else is solid steel. Just imagine like a gold star vegan. It's like they ask you, have you had a hamburger? Have you ever had one? Because you're, you're, th- you're a security risk if you yeah. never tried it. If you never <laughs> cut into a T-bone steak. Yeah, this, this, is, this is why they, they ask you if you get the nuclear codes, like if you've ever gambled or... Or uh, tried black tar heroin or something, you know, because you're <laughs> you're a pliable you're a pliable guy. It's like uh, <laughs> so they got they got uh, Melissa Etheridge has got to check your application. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that bitch is gonna okay, be okay. We ain't talking about cars anymore. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I draw I draw my mom's car. There you go. Okay, that thing like you all the electronics on it. You just look at this. You're like, no one's gonna fix this s in 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 like 10 years who's gonna do that which by the way like the amount of guys out there ready to, to work on cars is probably never been lower if you go out and look at these uh look at these ads and stuff there's a lot of people asking the moon for these project vehicles like well i gave it up i didn't have time for it yeah i know you did there ain't no like and there's people working on really nice stuff that they want they're working on broncos working on camaro and stuff like that and you look at these new vehicles, you're like looking at all this electronic stuff because whenever you start fixing stuff, uh, complicated electronic stuff, that's the, that's the, well, you just, well, we just, you just don't you undo the fuse on that thing. Uh, and you're like, who's, nobody's going to fix this stuff. Then you go look at these electric cars, battery, but, uh, take a guess how long car batteries last. New car batteries? Yep. Um, I, yeah, that depends on a lot of stuff. You c- you should get you should get five five years out of them depending on the weather and how and, and what you're doing. That ain't shit. That ain't well, shit. I, I mean that that's the worst case scenario. And, and look how much these these vehicles cost. Yeah. Every every car now costs sixty grand. Wait, do you mean battery for an electric vehicle or like just a car electric battery? vehicle? Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, I have no I have no idea. Three to I, three to four years. I yeah well I I, I was having six, a com- six conversation. I was having a conversation with some people about who, who like EVs. I don't. I don't like the idea. And they said that you know the new batteries go two hundred thousand miles. Whatever. I don't know. I'm skeptical. But yeah, I was like a regular car battery. I was like, oh, yeah, you, no. should, you should be replacing that more than every five years. Well, if, if you got an old car, you're gonna replace the batteries. You're gonna replace the wipers. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna replace the tires, brake pads, and you could drive that thing forever, forever. Yeah. I mean, like if 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 the if the window of a like a crank up window in a, in a car something happened to it. like me and you could could, could fix that yeah but uh, could you can you if like on a, on a, a 2020 a honda accord i don't think we could probably fix that fix the window if it broke no and as soon as you start messing with stuff then the the, yeah. the computer kicks on and says 
hey, wait a minute, you don't, you're not the dealer. Which, by the way, what's a lot of these people, a lot of these uh, companies are doing is they're saying, ah, oh, yeah, that automatic transmission we built 10 years ago, we're not going to work on it anymore. That's <laughs> up to you, baby. Yeah, I mean, this, this was uh, the first example I remember about this. It's probably almost 20 years, uh, maybe 15 years ago now, is when BMW stopped putting dipsticks in their cars. I've never owned a BMW, but I just remember reading about it. Like, because the idea was like, you shouldn't be changing your own oil in the first place. Right. Uh, so, you know, and, and the computer tells you if you're low, like that was the idea. And now we've gotten to the point where I think it's Mercedes. I, I'm not sure I read in the news, all the cars roll off the line with all the features. And then you have to pay Mercedes a monthly subscription for whatever features <laughs> you want. And they just, they, they turn them off over the internet if you don't pay your monthly fee. That's what Tesla does too, right? Or do you pay up front for the Tesla features? I'm not sure how that works. Uh, at least used to be that you paid up front. Like you just paid a one-time payment and it was like unlocked. I don't know. But that, I mean, I'm sh if they haven't already, I'm sure they'll go to the Mercedes model. A, a big brain thing people like to say is the stable state of whatever, you know, like the, like the stable state of democracy or capitalism, whatever. I think the, the, you know, the, the stable state, I guess, of capitalism is just like rent. Eventually, everything is going to trend towards collecting rent as as, as much as possible. Rent that's just, seeking behavior. Yeah, that, that's one. That's the funny thing. I remember back when you, I before like the the 2010s when people didn't really talk about socialism on like online unless you were you know a, a like a weird person. Who was it? Who was actually into it? When it wasn't something like people in Congress talked about, like they were, rent seeking behavior was a big thing they would complain about, like un, like understandably because nobody likes nobody likes this. Nobody likes this stuff. It doesn't make anybody's life better. It's purely just it's 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 a it's just like a stealth tax, and uh, you know they've been very clear that the objective is ultimately. You're just gonna you're gonna become like a a, a wage surf, literally, like literally a surf, where you don't actually own anything and you're just paying rents for you know your personal belongings. It, it's bullshit. Mm. Now you know what somebody talked to mm. with to about with uh, Tinksorg is um. So the th great thing about America is that we got money. Why? Because we work our ass off. Um, they don't work their ass off in Italy. They don't work their ass off in England. <laughs> They don't like, don't they have like the whole, like a whole month off in the summer, Fredo? Uh, I don't know about England. I think because they're known, I think that's where we get a lot of our yeah. like work week standards and stuff from culturally. But in continental Europe, absolutely. They're, they get like a month off in the summer. They're off all the time over there. Yeah. And apologies to someone in the chat, but they don't work their ass off in Greece. Uh, but we work our ass off in America. I mean, really, if you're, uh, if you're trying to really stack paper, you need to be getting that overtime in all this kind of stuff. Uh, so we, we supposedly we get this this free market stuff. You know, you get to spend your money on stuff. Uh, the, the, this isn't the this isn't the 15 minute city town. This isn't the 15 minute city thing. What would we do with a 15 minute city? That's this is how shit works. So what they're doing and like I told this before, but real quickly. Now, what, uh, hey, by the way, what is a 15 minute city? I've seen people say I have no idea what that means. It's a city designed around like rent, rent shit. It's like, uh, um, you can go anywhere you need to go in 15 minutes. Is that the, is that the idea? 
Is that, it, that what it's the name from? It's like Walkable City Plus. Okay. Uh, but anyways, um, so <clears throat> you have like uh, uh, if you go to anywhere in the world where they don't have a lot of money, where they don't have hardly any money at all, but they need automobiles because they don't they don't live next to each other in shacks. So if you go into sub-Saharan Africa, or if you go into, I just know South America, you know, if you go into the, the mountains and stuff, people need a vehicle. They, they don't just walk around anywhere and they don't have a lot of money. What they do, they just take an old design and they just buy, they, they bought the molds from whoever, Volkswagen, Chevrolet, whoever, and they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. All of us guys in Peru, we're all just going to drive Volkswagen bugs. That way, the, we can get the cost down really low and you don't have to know how to work on a thousand cars. You just know how to work on a Volkswagen bug. That's fine. We'll just do that. And that's what they do when they can afford vehicles. Now, if you go into now, there's a big tweet going around about what's going on in Russia, Middle East and Eastern Europe now is that there are these Iranian car makers that are like, uh, these people can't afford this new shit. All these new cars cost 60 grand. We're going to take a proven vehicle. They, they, they're doing like. 85 Caprice or something like that, which by the way, was an amazing car. It was an amazing car today. And they just, they just go bought the molds or whatever, or just recreate them. And they're just churning out like 85 Caprices with like uh, different body works on them. They're just selling the shit out of them. Like Russians and people in the middle East and Eastern Europe and stuff. And they're like, this is a fine vehicle. I don't need, like, I don't need, uh, I don't need a, uh, a, a, all this crazy shit. I just Man, need transportation. Can you, can you imagine? That'd be like heaven. You just go to a place like everybody's driving around a big old boxy land yacht car. Everybody. That's just what everybody's driving. That would be incredible. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Iran company says that they can start. Uh, they're talking about um, uh, putting out uh, a copy of the uh, Lamborghini Diablo. They're like, we can churn these bitches out. This is like 40-year-old technology. Like, what's the what's the issue? It's just a bunch of, like, it's not like there's no carbon, there's no special materials or whatever. You just you just need, you know, you just need iron, copper, uh, all this kind of shit, and brass and all this stuff, and uh, you just throw it together. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there, there, there can't be still patents on that stuff that, that far back, I would imagine. I forget how long patents last for, but not that long. So yeah, they could do whatever. It's basically I mean, this is basically like the concept between behind like 1911s, but applied to cars. <laughs> well, you know, I I think that the, probably the, the middle ground option would be you take a design, you know, a design, take a design or design a car, like crumple zones, I think they're prop they were probably a good thing, right? Don't think crumple dare crumple you. I mean, I know, whatever, but and but you don't need the you don't need the electronics. I don't need the backup camera. You don't need all the crap on the engine for emissions and stuff. You can just you could just do that if people were worried, you know. But I, I would be I'd be fine with this just straight up going back. You uh, give me give me back the give me back the eighty seven Camaro. I'll it, take I'll take the deal right now. This is like first off, if you get a wreck in California, there's a ninety nine percent chance the illegal that you that t bones you after having. <laughs> Uh, some tequila doesn't have insurance. The state doesn't care. Why? Because they don't have anything they can take from. So what we're just going to do is we're going to rob all the middle class blind with because we because they can. Because uh, the reason the reason they don't force seventy thousand dollar cars on people in Peru is because they can't afford it. Well, guess what? Some people can. They're just going to rob that from us until 
I don't know if someone does something, but see the, the thing about this is is there's no in there's no real fail state because first off, well most of these people like live in places like a lot of these people live in New York or San Francisco, so they just don't give a shit. Like you don't have a car, well, who cares? I, I don't need a car. Uh they, so they want to get rid of cars anyways, and so that's not really that's not really a problem. Uh you know what I'm saying? Well, this and you know, since you brought the fifteen minute city thing and I guess it's it's you can walk anywhere you need to go in fifteen minutes. I, I, I've seen the, the you've seen the urban planning people talking about this, and you 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 if you're there listening, is you, no bigger sea sucker than a urban planner. There, <laughs> by the way, there's put no a gun in their mouth. There's no there's no bigger sucker than like the right wing urban planner guys because like I even get what they're talking about like we need to bring back small town America but that's not what you're gonna get you know what I, right like, exactly Fredo any like I I actually live in a walkable community but there's nobody like fucking enforcing that you know what like it's it because that's not what you get when that's like done at the you know the barrel of a gun you get like New York. You know what I mean? You don't get uh, something like this. Yeah, you, okay. You probably, so, could, you probably get closer access to uh, crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is the this is the basic lie that they're they're saying. Like, they, like, well, the problem is we have too much sprawl in the United States. People have to drive everywhere. What we could fix this with top down urban planning to make it so you could be, it would be just like in in a London's not even a good example anymore. Uh, Paris, whatever, uh, one of these old world cities, and you know you'd have your little your little cafe here and there, and you know, and it's it's all spread out so everybody can just commute by foot. But these are the same people who they absolutely despise like any kind of business that's not a chain or like a, a huge conglomerate that has like fifty DEI employees, you know, for every productive worker. They they we, we saw that in 2020. They fucking hate small businesses with a passion. So they don't really want that. Like what? So what do you want? A 7-Eleven on every corner? No, they just want to they just want to tax the shit out of your tax the shit out of your car. Make it make your life a little bit more miserable. And you know get grants to do rail projects. They're going to cost 50 billion dollars and don't ever go anywhere. The, there's another important factor there too, and that's that like these idyllic places that they hold up are never actually typically built like super vertically like uh, colonies of rats, right? They part of the reason those places are the way they are is because they limit the population, right? You know, you follow what I'm saying? Like there's <laughs> not like there's you know there's not like, be you're, careful. You're like, your little French cafe thing doesn't have like, you know, hundred story skyscrapers like the places where all these terrible people live. And the reason for that is like, you know, like you can't have uh, Matt Iglesias, one billion Americans and also have like the idyllic little street cafe. Right. If you do the Iglesias method, you get, you know, Manhattan, but everywhere. They yep. despise a lot of stuff about that. Obviously, we know in Greece, in in Italy, these places like that, people don't pay taxes. Uh, you go to the you go to the the cafe, and the waiter calls you a slur. Uh, you can't write a letter to nobody because his brother's the manager, uh, and his <laughs> sister's the night manager, and their dad owns the place, and they don't hire anybody outside the family because the European 
uh, communist uh, <laughs> employment laws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, you, you I'm said not joking. I'm not. No, you said something very funny there too. The like this is actually permeated and reflected even in language in those places. Like if you go, and it's true in South America as well. Like calling someone what we would consider a slur is how you address a stranger in the street there because you address them by their most like uh, whatever whatever about them stands out the most. That's what you address like a stranger <laughs> as. So like if you like ran into I'll, I'll keep us from getting banned from Patreon here. If you run into just like a, an overweight individual, right, in a Spanish speaking country, like if they're trying to get his attention, they're going to say like oye gordito, right? Which means like <laughs> like hey chubs, you know what I mean? Like that would never fly in America, but that's completely 100% normal in all those countries. And that could be skin color. It could be like anything you could imagine. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> uh, one of the greatest scenes in movie history when, um, Goodfellas, when he goes to the club, he doesn't go to the club cabana. He goes to the other club. I think, uh, what is that? The Polynesian or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Tropicana, something like that. Anyways, he goes in there and, um, Tropicana is Vegas. Uh, uh, and everybody is that the guy with the stuttering problem. They call him two Johnny two times because he says everything two times. Two times. <laughs> yeah, be that's because he stutters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all it's all like that. But anyways, all right. I think I think we're done. No, well, I want to say one thing before we before we go on. And the the whole like not not only would would like you know the the essence of the idea of the fifteen minute city be bullshit. You don't need like we don't need hypotheticals. You can like think about the what are the like think about the examples. Okay, in America, what what is the the fifteen minute city? Well, okay, it's New York. They doing great right now with the with the way we run things. Paris, they doing great. London, London doing well, great. No, these places are shitholes because you can't have a you can have a fifteen minute city, but you have to like Fred said you have to control for population and you'd have to like have rigorous standards for for behavior for the people who live there, which we don't. So. Not only would that be uh, you know, uh, like un unpleasant, it would just be unworkable. Like part of the reasons why, ever, like uh, part of the reasons why American cities have been laid out the way they have since like the last, let's say, we'll just get a round number, say seventy years. It's intentionally, it's intentional, so that you have to drive your ass to from one place to another. That's the, uh, that's the way you... What do you mean? But it's also kind of in reverse. It's like, um, I mean, well, we'll put it like they this. They bitch about this all the time. They'll say, oh, in, in 1973, this the city demolished this thing and put a freeway through here so the poor people couldn't get from one neighborhood to the other. Hell yeah, of course. Oh, right. Like, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Right. That damn guy people want us to do an episode about, which we should. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Two things. Uh, number one, the most important thing about the urban planning thing is that it's just like a, it's just a, it's just a Jedi mind trick. The Jedi mind trick is like, think of some other way. Well, remember, like, remember this way is like pretty corny. Like literally, if when you talk to these people, they're like, uh, first off, like I took some classes and I'm, and I can, I can beat Sim City. Okay. So that. <laughs> Remember that's what you. It's the lib equivalent of female body inspector. It's a fake job. It's like you should pay me money to to you know to play God, and I'm not going to do anything useful with it. It's a completely fake job. Like you're right. right. But but here's the job description. The job description is to walk up to downtown anything, 
Like, let's go to a, a place with a shitty downtown, like downtown Houston. And you're looking at millions and millions of dollars of properties. And the guy that can beat SimCity is somehow like making decisions about this like he's Palpatine. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, like how, where else? Do you, like the only other way to do that is to, is to ride in on horseback from Mongolia. Like, uh, you remember the first time this came up, I said that the, the greatest right wing city planner in history was Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, you, you're, you're, you're so ahead of me. Cause this is the same thing of being the, um, uh, there's no other way to like if you're just well I'm I'm uh, I'm here to in, to check women for for breast cancer, <laughs> take off your top. Uh, outside of like um, you know because you have a medical badge or something outside of that, uh, you need a gun or something. Oh this God. this is just like a this is just like a stupid mental trick. Like why why like <laughs> I mean like like okay I'm a city planner. Uh. I, I I think I think we should get bulldozers and just run over all your shit. There, that's that's my city plan. What is this? This is retarded. Sorry, this is our slur. What is this? like? I, I, this just makes no sense to me. I can't stand it. But the thing, I, um, the other thing I was saying is like, so you're talking about the way this happened, but like a lot of the way this happened is like, well, you know, in the '80s and stuff, we're not going to stop people from beating the shit out of you on the subway, or not showering, running around nude and just being like, cause you know, if you look at the, the, the downtown streets of New York city in like the forties, everybody's in like a five piece suit and they're on, they're on their best behavior. Uh, generally I'm yeah, sure there, I mean, there was stuff Irish going men brawling and stuff like that. Yes. In, in certain, in certain neighborhoods, there were people going, I mean, this is still true. Like I guess Manhattan is like New York city is probably the, one of the worst examples because they do have a very large police force and like they, Manhattan is disgusting. Like it's uh, the I mean it's like they cleaned up the graffiti and stuff. But I mean I haven't been there in over five years now. But uh, the you know it's still it's, so it's worse now. But it still smells like urine everywhere. There's people running around with blue hair, all kinds of horrible. It's it's not good. And by the way, it's, I mean New York City is like the best at being a city. I mean there are they've like accepted it. There are good people there who um stefan and all that kind of stuff there there are good like they kind of like accept like okay we have to do things like this whereas if you go to place like uh portland or seattle like there's no one in charge that's not completely insane there you you bring up a good point i mean it's not a place i'd ever want to live but you can sort of lean into it and in its way have it be better than the ones like most of these places like you use portland and seattle the I know you were talking about America, but the best example, honestly, of places I've been anyway is Hong Kong, which makes, in terms of just being crowded, I mean, Hong Kong makes Manhattan look like, uh, you know, I don't know, the prairie or something like that. But, like, you could go, like, I could, I've been there, and, I, like, I sure as hell wouldn't want to live there, but going there for, like, you know, a week was actually pretty cool, right? Whereas, like, I would never, under any circumstance, want to even be, in Manhattan, let alone like Seattle or Portland for a week. But you think the cops in Hong Kong are going to uh, have an investigation if they don't read you your rights, uh, if you're beating the hell out of somebody? I saw a documentary about the police in Hong Kong, and uh, they mostly jump off of buildings and slide down and slide down the uh, 
strings of light and fall into banners and stuff. <laughs> Are you talking about John Claude Van Damme? Uh, I, well, that or Jackie Chan, like what? Yeah, it, there was all those movies back when, like they there was that brief, well, not brief. They might still be doing it, where you could just go there and film a movie with zero safety standards. So they would just be you do do the wildest stunts in the world. Yeah. All right, let's get going. We ready? Yep. We only got two, two maybe three stories tonight. <laughs> we, we got we got two and a half. Somebody wants us to talk about something. Billy uh, Elegy says Manhattan is now just the John Rocker speech, but said in a positive tone of voice. <laughs> uh, that's our boy. Oh, oh man, Zuber we don't need-, need need to get uh, John, John Rocker started the alt right. You you should you should get John Rocker on the show. Well, hell yeah, he's probably not doing anything right now. Yeah, we could. He's probably drunk. <laughs> Some of us might be getting there anyway. <laughs> look, we don't need the button for this. It's not. It's not the. It's not. We need big. the button. We need a button. We make it look easy. Nah, that ain't the right one for this story. <laughs> yeah. So the guy who made Black Panther is going to make a new version of the X Files with a quote diverse cast. His name's Ryan Coogler. I, I don't. I I had no idea who that was, but I, he's he's now famous because he's made a bunch of uh, m- like I guess high budget movies of black people that every that uh, people simp for. So it's gonna be trash, but you know, hey, they they tried to do this with the Twilight Zone in the in that uh, the hack guy, the Jordan, whatever. They they tried to for him to do it. It didn't work. This won't work either. Did you guys see Creed? Apparently, he made that. I've heard that was a good movie, but I've never seen it. Well, it doesn't mean honestly, it doesn't matter if it's a good movie. Uh, so you gave all the background, right? Yeah. All right, I I got I kind of lost it on Twitter today about this, um, but I shouldn't have. So <clears throat> first off, has this ever happened yet? And it mattered like two years later after it happened. No, because like, like, so does anybody remember the Twilight Zone? The Jordan, whatever, Jordan Pool, whatever his name is, I forget. That, that guy's no, nobody cares. It'll, it'll be gone in two years. Yeah, and this is something they've wanted to do for a while. Um, and did you hear? Did you hear about uh, Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Only when it first came out, you know, for the controversy around it, but never again. They they did that with two different shows. There's like a show about the Watchmen comic book, and then there was that the H.P. Lovecraft, and like basically they were branded on what you know branded for this is the Watchmen, except it's about uh, like the an alternate history, and and America was full of Nazis and black people were oppressed, and then the other one was Lovecraft. I don't know if like in that one the the uh, Cthulhu is. I guess President As, Eisenhower. What, what? No, I, that one, as I remember, the Lovecraft one. It, they just did old school Lovecraft. I guess they were like sci-fi stories, but instead of mon, they just swapped out all the monsters with white people, and yeah. then all the protagonists with with black people. Yeah. That was the the conceit. The Watchmen one is actually very very interesting because Watchmen that series. I didn't watch it, but you know, there was like some time ago, there was this transition where we stopped talking about the 
Tulsa riots and it became like the Tulsa genocide or Tulsa Mm -hmm. massacre. That was because of Watchmen. They created, so like the idea, like that transit, they basically created a fictional version of the story. And then that just became the real actual story. Like that's how that transition happened. It was totally television drama driven. Everybody believes that now. I mean, really, I don't, that's, that's like, I know that a lot of famous people, uh, started talking. Me and Merrick went wild about that back when it happened. But like, uh, if you ask any progressive now, they will give you the version of the Tulsa uh, riots with the like, HBO version. Yeah, the HBO Watchmen version. Yeah. There was bombing runs. Uh, you know, hundreds of people died. Just lots of lies. Just a bunch of straight up lies. Um, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I. I, I the, the fun, the funny, I guess, not funny. The 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 well, I can't, you can't even say dark comedy of of that is that you know pretty much every 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 historian agrees the brothers started shooting first at the Tol- at the Tulsa race riots. Like that's pretty much undisputed. The, if you look at the, the the like the new version of how like this interpreted, it, so they were scared they were about to be genocided, so they you know uh, preemptively self defended themselves by shooting at a bunch of white people. So it's like it, it, when it was called the Tulsa race riot, you know, that did make sense. It, that did describes what happened. It was it was a race riot. You you, you can go there, but uh, the 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 funny thing is, Fredo, I I had a conversation with someone who told who <laughs> said, yeah, I had no idea about this that this happened. How is it that I'm just finding out about the Tulsa the Tulsa uh, race murders now it's like because they just fucking made it up like are, are you kidding me how are you just finding out about now because it's it's it, there is this is it am i wrong and, and did i just get like marketed to or was there some point where libs just began listening to everything the tv told them is this always been this way? And I just didn't realize it when I was younger, or did like was there a transitionary period? Because oh. I remember Libs telling me that you should ever that you were an idiot if you watched TV and believed stuff you saw on TV, and that was like a low class thing, and yeah, nobody because, ever does that. Because Adbusters type stuff was liberal, right? And that was all about like not what's, believing. What's Adbusters? Adbusters was uh, I, I, it was a publication, and it was like kind of like a, a broader, almost like, I don't know if it was like an artistic movement is the right way to phrase it, but it was this whole thing. <laughs> they, they wrote, they made like art and wrote in the nineties about like dropping out of consumer culture, but like from yeah. a liberal perspective, it was like, you know, advertising is bad and should be illegal. You shouldn't watch TV. You shouldn't buy like things just because you tell you to stuff like that. I got you. Yeah, that was a lot of that stuff became some of those people became the crunchy cons. And now that stuff is kind of like basically right wing well, because I, they have captured left has captured control. Which, I, I mean, mean, am I crazy? But there, there, don't you we're old enough. You can remember like the the thing always was somebody used to like TV or watch your brain. Don't don't listen to that. You're dumb. Like you, you're a dumb chud conservative or whatever. If you watch the news on TV and you believe the stuff it tells you, like you need to read, you need to read about things. That's just totally inverted now. Okay, uh, there's a lot to that. Okay, so first off, mm, um, like what a Repu- what a Democrat was was a lot different back then. 
and I mean, like a lot different, and then a lot less people were interested in politics altogether. TV, yeah. in my opinion, was. I mean, mostly non-political. I mean, there was definitely... No, that's not true. But yes, I get what you're saying. Compared to now, it was, it, it's supercharged now. I mean, I, like, you, if, you, if, you were, if you lived in the 90s, you watched, let's say, you watched big shows. You watched Baywatch. You watched... Um, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, the Nanny. Uh, stuff like that. I mean, I mean, because... Right. Comedies and dramas were not political. Like, you had to seek out political content. That's this, not the case today. Gotta say, I completely disagree with this. They've always... They've always stuck their messages into into TV and movies, and if you watch a lot of old, if you if you go back and watch a lot of old TV shows, you'll see it now. I guarantee you. Okay, I, well, it was low, it was lowbrow. It well, in two, there's there's a degree of intensity, and uh, I don't want to say extremism. Like the there are tele, uh, television programs now that are like high budget, very pop. Well, maybe not popular, but <clears throat> acclaimed by the critics. That are insane, like Hutu Tutsi level prop, like like propaganda uh, inciting hatred against <laughs> against people. I don't think that was the case. Like I love the Twilight Zone; it's my favorite TV show, but it's a lot of it's just straight up like live propaganda. But you know, it's it, it's so the show's so good. It's like, well, yeah, whatever. You'll watch it. And for its day, the Twilight Zone was pretty much like the most extreme example of that, right? Like it would seem mild now, but like the Twilight Zone, like that was, I mean, this. I'm just thinking about old TV shows I've seen. It's about as propaganda heavy as you would get. Yeah. Well, it was a very, very preachy show. I mean, they, they just, they had to, they had to walk on eggshells. I mean, just Archie Bunker's last example. I mean, they wanted Archie Bunker to be, uh, straight up, like lefty propaganda, but they just couldn't. I mean, this wasn't going to go down. You had to do carrot and stick. I think the best. There's two two big things that are sort of places a different point now. Of course, this shit has always existed, but how much matters? So, a uh, great example I've used it before is uh, Marlon Brando doing like an indigenous thing at the Oscars, and they looked at him <laughs> like him like they had three heads. They were like. No, like people want to, people want to see the big stars, and uh, yeah. like this don't belong here. Second off, I mean, uh, something to distribute us is point out. Shout out to Dave, big Dave. Uh, he's pointed out that basically before Me Too, feminists weren't really allowed to touch movie scripts. Yeah. They like the, the deal was like we will uh, do a lot of stuff for you. I'd have to go back and listen to what David said for that, but basically these people supported feminism, all this kind of shit, but. The deal was you don't touch the script. Now the scripts mm. have to be uh, like feminists and stuff. Obviously, well, no, I, I don't. I don't agree with that either. But again, I think this is only a matter of degree and what kind. Like, every it's hard to watch something from the mid to late '80s, like a popular movie, and not ha see the influ like direct feminist influence on like the stories and stuff. No, I don't believe that. However. I do. I, what I think of this is like, what? What are we on? Are we on wave number four now? Is that what this is? Like those people are now the ones who are allowed in the script room. Well, I mean, like, there's a big difference. Like, once again, we were talking about uh, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. That's a bad example because nobody's seen that. <clears throat> See, Quayway says in the past shows had to be good and push the agenda in order to get the critical acclaim. Now they only need the latter. Yes, yes, that's what Distributus was saying. He was saying they were messing with the product in a way that was like making it suck. See, like 
uh, they still had to give you the TNA. They still had to give you the young, beautiful women. They still had to give you, uh, uh, like, I don't know how to say it, but like hot sex. Like, um, uh, they, J.R. Ewing. You the Buck Rogers ladies. <laughs> they yeah. They had to give you those. Well, like, J.R. Ewing would, like, erotically rape people on primetime television. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, you know how, like, everyone knows, <laughs> but they don't really... They don't really admit it, but like all this, like all this fan fiction stuff is like people, women that like, ha, like they want because uh, they've always liked this stuff. And like, remember the the big uh, what was that big book they all liked? The feminist, uh, the no, feminist no what the 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 book about the rapey billionaire Margaret. Margaret I- <laughs> Oh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Some women are into this. A lot of women are into this. And like they would just get that for them. Uh, like Even though they're not supposed to have that. Someone sent us a review, uh, like a feminist reading a review of an episode of Dallas. And they were talking about this. And they were like, this scene is highly problematic where JR rapes this woman. And they were like, but it's the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and this was like a, like a, like a, a website for... Like doing feminist activism, they were like this. That's the kind of thing, and that's that kind of. You had to give them what they wanted. Well, they they don't do that anymore. They don't give you what you want now. Like they have uh, James Bond riding on the back of the motorcycle with some bee driving. What like well, you don't you didn't do that before? You didn't yeah, do they, that. Yeah, they did. Here's the thing, and like where there's there's two there's if you want to go if you have Amazon Prime, the dream is dead. Here, here's my opinion. You know, there's, there's, uh, this is actually another one of those biases that you get just from the passage of time. You, you, like, you're not, you don't remember the stupid propaganda that was done poorly in 1985 on TV because you ain't gonna watch those TV shows because they're no, they ain't streaming them anywhere. If you, if you want to get an example of it, just go pick on, go on Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime, just go on and look at one of the old TV shows. Someone in the, in the chat. Uh, mentioned one that I had talked about previous. Uh, I've talked about previously, just out of the blue, like Mary Tyler Moore show, which is what early seventies, whatever, late mid seventies. I forget when. I, I I popped that on and watched the first. I don't know ten, five minutes of it. I'd never seen it. I was like, maybe this is a good show. Like, in the first few minutes, uh, this lady who's becoming a girl boss is doing an interview and. Uh, She's asked about, and he's he makes a joke about. I don't want to violate your civil rights by asking you the wrong kind of questions, right? That is, and that's an example of a beloved classic TV show. If you watch an old shitty episode of Starsky and Hutch or whatever garbage, you're gonna you're gonna get one of these episodes. You've you've mentioned it yourself. I walk or Texas Ranger. I have AIDS, right? This did happen, but we either we were young and we didn't realize it, or B we haven't seen it. In ages and we're and we're not exposed to it anymore. It did happen. the The main difference is now there's a the lot lower quality, period. And part of this is the way the both the television and movie industry wor- works right now. You have one prestige TV show that you throw all the all the budget at. You have one big blockbuster Disney movie you throw the budget at, and then everything else gets nothing. It's all like reality TV shows and and, and utter dreck. And what's a way to make something cheap? Well, just take an idea that somebody already did and 
supercharge it with the new religion. Just make a a, a, a woke parable about whatever. You could have you could have, and they did do the same thing in like the 30s and 40s and movies, and then the 50s. Like, there's a lot of really overt propaganda in early 50s uh, early 50s TV shows back before the medium was was quite as popular as it would get you see a lot of these shitty like cheaply made western TV shows that are basically just a mor- like a little morality play for you to watch well they're doing that now but this is their morality and it sucks but- and their and their religion sucks so it's just super it just it's like a a, a fly in a super whatever something you're, you you see it immediately and that's an excellent point. So here's something that like, uh, I'm not the most redneck guy in the world, but like, I'm I'm still redneck. And like, uh, it, here's an example. So like, my parents, me, uh, the only TV we watch is uh, Motor Trend, and which is like just all people working on cars all day. That's all it is. Or B, Grit, which is just nothing but westerns. Mm-hmm. It's all westerns, and they're all just like these traditional. Uh, Christian morality things where this guy stole the horses. That's wrong. Yep. Confront him. Uh, you know, uh, he's a bad guy, etc. I, I did. I, I did want to go back to Lovecraft. If we're done with this for a second, I'll, I'll just mention you say you watch grit. You watch these old TV shows, these old westerns, whatever. There's a reason for the rural purge. There's a reason why they killed off all these TV shows. Well, we need to do an 60s. episode about that. We we, we, yeah, we do, and we're gonna we need to get uh, our boy. Hellbelly in in there when we do that, yeah, it needs to be done because there's a reason they killed this off, and they, and part of it is explicitly you can't have Andy Griffith on TV teaching people about right and wrong. We decide that now, and like Andy Griffith is is a bad guy in their world. Well, the lessons he's teaching his son they they don't want they they don't want the kids to learn that. Yeah, and what's right and wrong is like. <laughs> I mean, that's very that's very important, especially the baseline right and wrong and stuff. Um, <clears throat> Uh, that's like one thing you notice, like, I don't know how to say this, but let's, let's talk about racism for a second. So there's like a, like a thrill, like, so like we knew somebody that was like very progressive, like very progressive. Like he went to like DSA meetings and shit. Right. I mean, we knew him online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we used to play CS go and stuff. So, you know, right. you get, you get to talking to these people before the matches and stuff. I mean, we talk about politics, stuff like that. Uh, and like every now and then, I mean, I think me and Merrick, we're just sort of like garden variety racists, right? <laughs> uh, no, patreon.com. No, I mean, like, you know, we, we love and respect everybody, you know, like the stereotypical, like we do like the, oh, he's one of the good ones and stuff like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Continue. Okay. Well, because we're going to talk about a lot of other kind of racism here in a second. So, uh, the help me out. Where was that? Uh, w- racism I, and CS:GO and someone who okay, went to PSA yeah. meeting. Sorry, okay. I, I got the I got thrill. Looking, yeah, I got, there's I a got, thrill. I got looking ahead <laughs> to my next point. So every now and then, like, and so this guy is like, you know, he would like yell at us for like. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> like every now and then like when he would get really angry and stuff like he would just start like yelling the n-word and stuff like that and like you could tell there was like <laughs> this extra thrill for him because like like you know it's it's fun to break the law 
And that's not really a law for us in the same way it is for him. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Like, if, if I, I still, <laughs> yeah, like, I love playing the basketball video game. I said that a billion times. But, like, I'll yell stuff when I get mad about stuff. But, like, that's not, <laughs> I guess, in the basketball game, it might, it might be cogent. But, like, you, once in a blue moon, he would, like, start talking about black people or something. You could tell it was, like, it was, like, this libidinal thing to, like, get to do this. The, the context here is that it's not like, imagine you were playing Super Mario Brothers and the little turtle guy like hit you and you died and you just screamed the N-word. Just like, you know, uh, like the well, PewDiePie, right? Did he do that? The, the same thing? Yeah. But, but like that's you, I'm but not like saying that no one, but like from someone who mails and sends money to Angela Davis. And but, stuff. but yeah, you're, you're, I, I see what your point you're getting at. Like I, as somebody who every, at every Thanksgiving, someone says the N word in my, you know, at our, at, at our Thanksgiving, it just happens. It's good. It's going to happen. You know, most of the time it's not me, but this is going to happen. Like I would, I'm not just going to yell the N word randomly because it's not, it's not really that. But if you're a Zoomer and you've been told that this is like this is like the same thing yeah. as uh, murdering someone, that's gonna that's gonna really uh, you know hit some hit some the back parts of your brain. Or well, we, we don't need to involve someone else in this. What if you've listened to this podcast? Uh, I swear way too much. And one thing I'll say, like I'll say blasphemous swear words, which where I'm from. That is a problem. If if if, if at the Thanksgiving, look. if I said that, if I said GD it at the Thanksgiving table, yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get five people who are gonna tell me I'm gonna go to hell. So there you go. And yeah, I'll it, say GD it during basketball. Shouldn't, but I'll say that. I won't say the other thing. But like, if you if you was to just if you, like if if uh, I was like, yeah. here's a hundred dollars, you just say this in front of friends and family or something like. You would get this weird feeling that's not like totally explainable. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it, it's you feel it's, guilty. Yeah, yeah and the, and like exciting or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It it's the it's there it's there like, is a pleasure hey, in remember being that, transgressive. Remember that yeah. in middle school? It's like, hey man, I got a Playboy. You know what I mean? Or you know, if you've you're being uh, intimate with a young a nice young lady, and you'll say things in that moment that you would not say like over dinner right you know like they're they're it, it is the transgression of what you were saying that makes it important yeah or cry <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so okay there's Can you that you what jr ewing would say on a tinder date <laughs> yeah uh he, he would he, the uh his backhand would be doing the talking you don't put up with no bitches. Uh, oh my goodness! That's funny. How, how old Jerry Ewing was? Like what in his sixties or fifties or something? That show? I think he was in his fifties. Yeah, but uh, they liked him. It's the same. By the way, it's the same thing as the uh, uh, Fifty Shades. It's a billionaire rapist, which is like the <laughs> the, the most sexy thing in the world. Um, I, I, I just wanted to say for the record, everybody listening. Fredo had no idea that we were going to talk about this before we went on. Please, please don't judge it. Okay, okay. By so, our standards. Okay, so by the way, okay, so this director, he's been involved in this kind of, uh, this kind of like horror stuff, and they they've been trying. Someone's been trying to do this, not exactly the same staff and stuff. They've tried to do this a couple of times. They tried to do this with Watchmen. Uh, remember, like, who likes Watchmen? Like, not just white people, but like 
lily white people. You know what I'm saying? People in Alabama didn't read Watchmen comics. I mean, maybe, maybe if you, I, I had never heard of the Watchmen until the until the Zack Snyder movie came out. Yeah, and I still have. I don't know anything about the the comic book. It was highbrow nerd stuff. Yes. Okay. Smart now you want people wanna, loved it, right? Now you want to go to the next level of like Lovecraft. Like, black people don't really care about H.P. Lovecraft. First off, that's like so. It's like, okay, that's strange. So it's like maybe they're trying to like. Well, well, like, here's the even further part. They're not so, marketing that TV show to black people. They're marketing to upscale white people who want to see their religion on screen. And, like, why would, like, one of the things, like, why would you go there? So, first off, like, H.P. Lovecraft was, like, a real racist. I mean, like, if you're on Twitter and you think you're a racist, like, uh, you know, like, you're not like you're not, you were nowhere near his level. Wasn't he just like a baseline normal guy for his time period? I don't think so. Like, like, you, you want me to read? <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want to get banned. I, I don't. I had no. I have no idea. I know that he like he named he gave his cat a, a spicy name in the book, and that's why everybody said he's he's uh, he's racist. The, no, was no. he measuring skulls and stuff too? Oh, I mean, like, um, <clears throat> if the Irish had a right to independence, they would possess it. If they ever gain it, they will possess it until they lose it again. England has the right to rule because. Because she does. It is not chance, but racial superiority, which made the Britons supreme. Yeah, that's that's like this is a guy who was born who was born in like the the night the late nineteenth century, right? Or, or or very early twentieth century. But I mean, like the Irish natives merely appear as an inarticulate blob, the throng of lurching laborers who followed dog-like with blind, brainless, floundering steps, as is dragged by a clumsy but resistless demon will. I, like, Can he really say this about the Irish? Know. Isn't that no, pretty normal Irish opinions, though, for the or, time? Or, or, or are you replacing I, something else with the Irish? For, for, no, no. He, he's talking about the Irish. And from what I read, <laughs> from what I read, like his, like people who they, they, this was over the top for the time period. Like, I mean, literally, like, uh, like they would have killed him. Like, if everybody felt like this, they would have killed him. But they were uh, going to use them as labor and all this kind of stuff. Like, he just did not want them in the country and stuff. When I read that, I could be wrong. I'm not a scholar. If I understand, maybe Hellbilly Elegy could help me here. Uh, that he, okay, Hellbilly Elegy says he, Lovecraft was way more racist than his contemporaries. So, like, uh, if you, like, I mean, if a lot of people on here know a lot of people right wing Twitter, if you know someone that's that racist, that's like, I'm uh, English, I guess, you know, whatever is, I'm English American. And like, I think Irish, like, because Irish people, I guess they're, Somewhat genetically different. He's like, well, of course they're Celtic. Yeah, they're they're totally different. Not totally different, but they're different, like a different line than the genetic line in like South Coast English people. Yeah, of course. Uh oh. <laughs> it's like you got like the Gaelic Celts and the Brit. Okay, all right. Continue. Well, no. Anyways, so like, <laughs> anyways, if there is anyone like on right wing Twitter, I would love to know them. I want to follow them if they are like, oh yeah, uh, Irish people. They're dogs. What are you talking about? They're disgusting cretins. They're nothing like, I mean, if there is people like that, I doubt it. So, but anyways, the point here is like, am I the only one that thought that was like, I thought that was like super normal, like to think that way about the Irish, like in that era, like in the 18, 1880s, the future secretary of state wrote a, 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 like a, a novel that was really popular, basically about how the Irish were, were scheming, uh, political, uh, drunken, 
people who were going to destroy the United States. Like that that's you know, that's what, thirty years before before Lovecraft or whatever, so or or more. So maybe not by that point. But yeah, that wasn't a uh, uh I think maybe so like someone in chat said it, it might have been the degree to which you said it like you said like these these perfidious Hibernians are gonna turn this country into a papist you know uh, garbage heap versus like an undifferentiated blob of 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 like ginger dog, humanity. Dog yeah. brain people and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is that's pretty intense even okay. for then. Okay, so we've established that. Now the other like okay, so Okay, so he's this big racist guy. So what is our relationship? Well, he writes really good stories. He likes re- writes really good horror. Now, like, and like the whole reason his horror is so good is because he's so racist. So like, he takes these these feelings of intense racism, and I mean, th- this is not this is not like unique scholarship. Everyone knows this. The whole reason uh, the article I pulled this from is from the Irish Times, and this I, this guy is literally Irish, and he says like. Well, the reason the reason that um, uh, the shadow over Innsmouth, which is drenched in racism, is so good is because he's this gigantic racist, and it, the the other is this like because if you think about like what he thinks about the Irish, and then you turn that into, like this malevolent force, and you're good at writing, it makes a really good story. And so, but like the thing is, like if if your entire worldview is like anti racism, you're like, well, we're gonna I got an idea. Well, let, let's, ba- let's, uh, you know, like, what can we base it off of? Well, we can base it off from Jean Claude Van Damme flicks or Aesop's fables. No, let's go to like the thing that makes racism, like, uh, that, like uses racism to make great stories, uh, not in a condemning way. Why would you go there? What, like, what, 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 what like, why would they keep trying to do this? And by the way, this is like, this is kind of going on in the X-Files. So, uh, we talked about it before, but Chris Carter s- straight up said, "Like X Files is a reactionary show." Uh, the the FBI, which what are they going to do? They're going to make the FBI evil? They can't. They can't do that anymore. Are they going to make like every Alex Jones conspiracy true? Like is true in the X Files? They can't do it. And the, like all they can do is the same old bullshit where it's like uh, somehow the KKK also has occult stuff. And there's nothing there. That's not like, that's just like, you could just do the same story without the magic stuff. Like that, that's just stupid. You, like why, why do they keep going to the same place? Well, uh, I, I, I think when in the example, okay, let me ask one more way. Like okay. what's the market for this? Who wants this? I, I answered that before. It, it, so up, like upscale white people. Now that this is their religion. Like they their relationship with with the black people was like the well, I don't want to say this because I don't know enough about the like the 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 popular conception of like the like Hindu people think that cat cows are sacred literally sacred cows whatever I I don't know if that's actually true I know nothing about the Hindu religion please don't send me angry letters uh, like the like that's basically a, like a totem for for their for their religion. Like this is a this is a blessed like the blessed child like this is a race of people is the blessed child that needs to be protected. So they love mixing their like I guess highbrow interests. Like it's funny to say comic book is highbrow, but I guess now it is. This this comic this deconstructionist comic book or Lovecraft, who's long been something that that smart people really like. Like they'll 
probably try this with Robert E. Howard too. And I mean, it would be that would be really oh. funny because like, because like half of like like half of the brothers in Robert E. Howard stories are like cannibals with bones through their nose, or you know, like well, well then and there's also like this the scheming Oriental. Like I, I don't people. know anything about Robert E. Howard. I don't even know who that is. But what they did in Come King Kong, I what, oh okay. Gotcha. What they did in King Kong, and they did this like, I mean, this is like the Jack Black King Kong, like from, I mean, was, was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, is they just, they kept all those characters, but they just made their skin like a, an unnatural color. So, like, I think in King Kong, they were gray or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, to, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody in the chat saw it. I mean, that was not a successful movie. But I just do remember seeing that, and that they—that's uh, the way they handled it. This is, we get, we get into the D and D thing, which <laughs> where they said um, we have to ban orcs. The 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 libs were like, we have to ban orcs because obviously orcs are black people. It's like, yeah, I, was like, I, I saw that. I was like, what? No, they're not. What? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, well, you know, they're they're stupid and they don't build anything, and like, uh. Like, and there's some, like, and of course, this, like what Tingsworth said, there's no kind of uh, hypocrisy or, like, they can, like, what does he say about uh, belief systems having, um, uh, 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 like, uns- like, there are unspoken rules and you can never hurt them by saying, like, like he, his example was you can't hurt the DSA contradictory by contradictory stuff. You can't hurt the DSA by saying, wow, there aren't very many black people here because, like, they already know that. And that's, right. and that's part of the, and that's part of the point. So, yeah, like, you they, can't, they need like someone to actually say that black people are orcs and no one does, but they just say it. I don't well, know. The, the, the meat of that is that you can't, you can never uh, own the libs by calling them racist. This is why, because it, well, it, yeah, and it's not just racist. It's just like, well, you're just like, you're just making stuff up. This well, is well, like you spraying the, no, the well, just agree, well, the well, just agree with you. Like, like, look, the three of us, we are we are we are followers of our Lord and Savior. If you told us, if you told me like you 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 don't embody the virtues that you should as a Christian, I I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to like change anything because like you're you're basically reinforcing my 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 beliefs when you do that. Yeah, and that's the the key point here. By saying that you're you're accepting our framing. The premise, so, like yeah. in other words, if if like uh, a political enemy were to come to us and say like, you know what? The problem with the beliefs you guys espouse on this show is they're just not sufficiently adherent to Jesus Christ. The, you're the, I mean, that person is accepting our framing that that is like a, something to be concerned about, right? Like uh, Christianity or the Christian religion or Christian ideals, values, whatever you want to say. That's the same thing that happens, like, if you accuse a liberal, like, you know, Democrats are the real racists, right? Like, you're accepting the framing that that's the worst possible thing you can be. Let's be real. Racism, if you were actually judging it on, like, the merits of how bad it is, I I would put it in with, like, swearing. Like, something you shouldn't do. You really shouldn't do it in public. It's kind of of uncouth, right? It's not the kind of behavior you want to do around your grandmother, but it doesn't really matter. It, it, it doesn't, and, it, it, and people re- people recognize this before you know the new state religion came like came into power. They recognize it's like yeah that guy he, he you know he like he he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like it, he doesn't like Mexicans or whatever. That's just one, that's just one of the quirks of his personality. It's not good, but 
so what? And then, but, like that's that's the only way you can look at this. But if you're part of their religion, you can't do that. It's the it's the greatest sin. So that's why you get these weird re reboots of uh, remakes of properties before that look like an alien created them because you're taking something from the past and trying to. I don't even want to say put the values of today. You're turning it into some kind of weird alien thing. Like the the I bet you the what that that Watchmen TV show would be like hilarious to watch. Like just from from the outsider's perspective, right? It would be like uh, um, um you know how there's there's always a story that like Japanese people got Santa Claus and Jesus confused and like they would have a a, a little ceramic figure of Santa Claus being crucified for Christmas because they just didn't get it. Like they're, they're like they're trying, but they just didn't. Un I don't think that actually happened. But you could see how, how that how you could get there. Yeah, or or that happens to little kids all the time. Like my yeah. my my little niece calls the priest Jesus, like in church, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you. By the yeah. way, mm, we need to, we need to go on another next story. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick Patrick Cleburne. The Stonewall of the West was uh, born in Cork County, Ireland. So, uh, you know. Yeah, we, we, su we support the Irish and the Italians on this podcast. We are, we are, we are friendly to our, our papist brothers. Yeah. Okay. Let's, um, most of them, anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's get going. Uh, we we got to go to the big story. Yeah. There wasn't. So you go ahead. You go ahead. Listen to this. Mm, three children and three adult staff members were slain in Nashville at a Nashville school Monday in Tennessee's in one of Tennessee's deadliest school shootings. Suspected, the suspected shooter, identified as the 28-year-old Audrey Hale, was fatally shot by officers who responded to the scene at the Covenant School. Um, that's that's basically uh, it, yeah. Well, this story, man. Yeah, we we get one. This this is this happens like what every every month or two in America now. This is part. This is part. This is part of living in America. Is that you have some heinous, some insane person heinously shooting up a school. The uh, the the reason why this was something to talk about here as a news story is the, I guess the perpetrator is a sorry, was a transsexual a woman, a woman who took testosterone and identified as a man, 28 years old, lived with her parents, had a lot of problems. Uh, By the way, <clears throat> um, you know, as a man, you don't really get caught up like in office politics and shit like that too much. Right. You know, most guys don't. You just like, yeah, whatever. Or like you know in high school, like like if you go if you ask any woman like like basically any kind of personal information on anyone at your job or whatever, they'll know it. Women have a lot of energy for stuff like that, you know, like for interpersonal conflict and like shit like that. You know what I mean? They'll okay. know they'll know everything you've done. Women just have a lot of energy for that, but they like they but you know they don't they don't ha but like they don't have the aggressiveness. That's what's so weird. Is like they're dancing, but they don't really, they're not really like, they don't really take it that far because they don't have, they're just not super aggressive. They don't, they're not like, 
they'll talk mad shit about each other in a way that like would get your ass kicked as Passive a man. Aggressive. They 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 like to psychologically torture each other and themselves. They're just, right. they're just meaner. Now, <laughs> okay, take one of them. Take take that person, then get them on like a gram of test. Yeah, I was thinking about that actually. I don't That's know. a dangerous ass combination. Yeah, it, it's weird if you if you or I wanted to like to juice to to and lift to, to like bulk up, it would be highly illegal to buy male hormones. But if you if you were born a lady and you say, you know what, I think actually I'm um I'm male, they'll just send that stuff to you for like for free in a lot of states, right? Oh, it's like it's testosterone is like a super controlled substance. Uh yeah. yeah, but not but not for that. It's uh it's it's free nationally, <clears throat> Merrick, if you have any health insurance at all, because it's uh that was mandated by the Obama administration. We all pay for that. But wait uh wait, so we could go to the doctor tomorrow and say, uh I, I need I need to get trimmed up. So, uh, uh, so, I mean, some states don't cover on like things like Medicaid, but if you have private insurance, federal regulations require that they pay for what is now referred to as gender affirming care. That was a Barack Obama thing. But, but they won't give, get you on like like a, a half gram of like Decadrabalon or something like that. You know what I'm saying? No, they're going to give you whatever the standard of care. It, well, no. first of all, it, this is for, this would be for a woman who feels. She's a man. They would give her whatever this, the, I don't know what it is, the, whatever this, it's probably, I assume just like test E or something. One of the less controversial ones, uh, is what they give them. I, but I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Now, cause like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever done steroids. I have, mm-hmm. and like, it's crazy. So like you stink, uh, like, I don't mean like, well, just like if you want to not stink, you need to take like three showers a day. You get mad at anything. Uh, a family member was was uh, juiced to the gills and someone flipped him off in traffic and he punched through his windshield, dragged him out and beat him to an inch of his life, which is like this is like a guy who pays his taxes, has a great job as a foreman, stuff like that. Uh, you you just turn into like you think you're giga chat. But like the thing is, you're a dude, so you you're you have limited interest. You're like, uh, I want to meet some chicks and I want to fix up my Camaro. It doesn't go anywhere. Women got a lot of energy, especially. I don't know what's going on with this story, but um, well, I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I mean, you don't need to, but you could speculate. Apparently, this person went to that school or that church in the past, and their pair. Uh, her parents are Christian people, and this is someone. Someone sent me some details on it. I'll send it to you. I don't know if we'll be able to use it, but like someone sent me like all the details on who they were. Yeah, it, but it, to be clear, it was a person who was born a woman, right? That part is true, isn't it? That I think that is yes, of course. Uh, okay, I'm just making sure. But that was you got to be getting... careful how you phrase it on, page, on Patreon.com. <laughs> Well, I mean, so that that was still getting that was that's still getting confused because uh let's be real, uh this I've is had three very... people in real life tell me they thought that it was a man who became who 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 changed his identity to female, which makes sense because like if you hear somebody shot up a school it, it, and there have been women who've done it. Like I think one of the first But one of the... if you're playing the odds, I mean this yeah. is like a hundred to one. 
uh, probably just, worse than just don't make moves like like this. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, that. I don't like Monday's girl was the only one I can think of offhand who ever did it. Yeah, the first one, Mary something. I can't remember her last name. Quayways like says, funny enough, a bill got proposed recently aiming to crack down TRT prescriptions for men. Yeah, of course. That, that, that I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of funny in the sense like, I, I, yeah. I, 67 says, women shooters are generally terrible at it. Be nice. They're doing uh, their best. Uh, the the thing that Quayway said that you know they would look to crack down on like a fifty year old guy being able to take testosterone replacement therapy and like get erections and, and like who and, why who gives a shit let, let me let me get there but at the same time you mandate that every every eleven year old girl who doesn't like the changes in her body should be able to go on it and get like a mastectomy sure like, that is such a like the essence of their belief system, like if it's a good thing, it should be illegal. Oh, if it's every, a hard, edu- if, every if, single educate in the world person now believes that since like five minutes ago. What are, what are you uncool? What you're not hip with the crowd? What are, what are you some kind of redneck? You, what what do you believe? What do you, you think? There's something in the water? What are I you mean, retarded? This is there, what they give you. You know what I'm saying? This there is something to <clears throat> this that like the things that are that are they are good are 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 bad and hated. The the, you can kind of use an example that we talked about earlier. We're talking about the difference between movies and stuff now. You know what the big difference is? In the 80s, every every movie, like a PG-13 movie would have one set of ho- uh, hooters in it. There'd be one time where a lady would have her, her, her bust. It, it might not have been PG-13. It was R, but every movie just had a scene where there was a woman who had her titties out. Didn't matter if it didn't make any sense in the context of the movie. It's just there. People, uh, The fem- naked female form, people enjoy that. Well, I don't watch a ton of movies now, but f- I haven't noticed that, and I've heard people say that there is more male nudity in films than female <laughs> nudity. Gross. But this makes sense because, like, it's not that women are cl- like that. Oh, fine, women will be clamoring for this forever. Finally, it, it, we get some sack. It, it's just, <laughs> it's just that you you won't enjoy this, so we're gonna take away the thing that you would like and replace it with something that you're not gonna like. And even if I don't like the thing that I'm putting in it, it makes me happy that you're not getting what you what you like. Well, this is, Curtis Yarvin said that like <clears throat> the way that the Demo- way that liberals Democrats work is like uh, the only they, like they don't really do anything functional. So what they do is they they fight human nature because you always have yes. a job. And so like if you're a dude, the testosterone's free. There ain't no way to make money off that. That just shit comes out your balls. There ain't, they, th- there's no way to. There's no way for for that to go to, um, uh, you know, uh, what were these Pfizer, whatever, yeah. Pfizer, whatever. Now, if you're a dude, they could sell you estrogen. If you're a woman, they could sell you testosterone. A big money in that. I'm sure big ass money. And so this is what they always do. Mm. Yes, but I I don't disagree with that. However, I would say two things one this isn't like a specifically liberal thing because gene roddenberry was was like a huge liberal and he made a tv show and he was on popping quaaludes constantly making a tv show where there were hot alien chicks in bikinis 24 7 this this wasn't really a a, a part like a a necessary part of like liberalism or whatever you want to call it no matter no matter what its sins are this i think is very specific you should use the word that Mr. Yarvin likes to use, which is progressive, because there is something that pro- progressives do 
do act this way, and I'll I'll fact check. They would have me too, his ass. I'll fact check it. <laughs> I'll fact check it further. Not only do they are they fighting human nature, find a progressive person that you you know that you can talk to about stuff. And this is this is gonna apply to a radical communist person, just a garden variety progress like just political progressive MSNBC person. Ask them if they believe in human nature. They don't believe in human nature. They think that it's they think that it doesn't exist. So it's not that, that like you, in a lot of ways you could say that reactionary people and conservative in history is like a battle against human nature. It's like the struggle against the, this these primal parts of, of of human existence, right? You know, the red and tooth and claw and nasty brutish and short. These people don't believe it exists. They believe they can reprogram you from the ground up. That is so much worse than someone who's just in conflict with human nature because you can justify anything, and they do. We, we see that now with this person who, who killed the children and the teachers. And you, the, the treatment that that person received, they want to mandate this for any, any 12-year-old who, who goes to the school counselor and says, I, you know, I, 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 like, I like playing the soccer instead of playing with dolls, right? They, they think that they can reprogram people this way. That is the... Do you remember how much weird... Like, they, they started to go... They, had, they, they, had, they put out this study that said that, like, babies are racist they like if you show them a picture of someone that's like their race they're like oh that's good thumbs up they smile and laugh you show them something else like ah monster yeah and they like they started to think they were going to go somewhere with this and then they dropped it because they're like uh wait a minute like yeah they, they actually haven't been watching tv and stuff yet so uh yes. yeah, all of our is... bullshit about like yeah it became forbidden not i'll, I'll you know i want to say say this is like you know an admission or whatever. Uh oh. If not, <laughs> this move. I can, we can think. You can think back that we had early conversations about transsexualism and the little attendant, uh, the the Q word and, and non-binary and all that stuff. And if if this didn't exist and it hadn't been the thing that they went to folk uh, to focus on, I would definitely not care. You know, half as much about politics as I do, and I would we would I wouldn't be on this podcast because this radicalized the shit out of me. And yep. some of some of our progressive friends like made fun of me, like straight up said like, "This this is why you became uh, a right wing lunatic or whatever because of you know sex change for children, child drag queens and stuff." But it's true. It it is, it is why that happened. So whenever you get a story like this. It it, 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 you, it makes you ask a lot of questions, and, and part of the reason why this someone in chat said this this shooting feels even even worse than the than the other ones, and I and I not, and, and it does, and I'll tell you why. And it's for the same reason that people felt really bad about the Dylan Roof shooting, and I know uh, whatever the media because they like to pick the you know the the perfect victim, the perfect perpetrator to whatever. That's true, but it worked for a reason. The idea that you could be going about your business in church and there's somebody who just hates you for the essential qualities of, of, of you being you and will go in and just fucking murder you. That's worse than like, well, this is a crazy person 
who went in the subway and started shooting at people. That is, that is, feels worse to you, no matter who you are, I believe. And well, what's, what the, the only missing part of this is just the, is just the confession by well, public figures, whatever, that these people were killed because of, they were Christians. That's why it happened. They were targeted for being Christians. Yeah, I mean, basically, you had a political group that created an entire group of people out of thin air, right? Like, th this was not a thing. I, I don't know how to put it better than that. This was not a thing that existed It's not a outside. class of people, yeah. It, it was not a class of people. It was basically a niche area of prostitution and pornography is what it was. It was not like a, a niche class of people. Uh and it the, was it was created out of thin, thin air. The, the ones that weren't prostitutes were probably like fifty total and two hundred million people. Uh, right, and th this was a class of people created out of thin air, psychologically, you know, whatever to get to it, inflicted upon children and radicalized to commit acts of violence all within ten years. And they <laughs> they went from a class of people yeah. that did not exist to the most powerful class of people in the United States today over that time period. Yes, that that, that is an absolute perfect description of it. Okay, I've got some... Okay, I, I, I think I can bring the temperature down in a couple... Like, a little bit, a tiny bit. So, there's one thing... So, this is not so much temperature down. So, but let me get a couple things out of the way. So, first off, I made an incendiary post today, which I 100% believe in. I have not seen anyone else bring this up. I have never gotten... The people that, that respond to me and say this is ludicrous, I give them a simple question. They can never answer it. They can never answer it. It, it's, it was so funny that you got this reaction because, like, when I heard when I heard about this shooting and, and like, that's the first thing I thought, too. Like, of course, because they uh, – but go ahead. Explain, explain to the class. What... Okay. So this stuff has always been around all over the world. I mean, so I don't know if you saw this today, but – there was a video going around of like a 13 year old, uh, quote unquote, drag queen dancing this like not ballroom dance and wearing stiletto heels and stuff like right. that. It was, it was doing a, a sexualized dance for a room full of, of men. Now that is, that's hundreds of years old. Thousands uh, of years old. So this is, this is something that like has, gone on a lot generally this is something that like okay so most of the time if you look this up they'll say like when you have like harem culture basically when you have like people that get really rich really really rich guys get bored and this is something like uh like if you go to the ottoman empire and stuff like the most exclusive thing would be a young male boy prostitute like a woman and, and these guys would spend lots of money to getting them. And this was like, this was and not every guy was into it, but some guys were into it and they were really into it. And eventually the Ottomans banned this. You go to Japan, the same thing, really rich guys like to watch these dances and do other things. And, uh, they banned this in the Meiji restoration. People wanted to do it. Other and but it's usually it's not a lot of people want to do it, but they usually are powerful. This is something that rich guys like like to see. Not every rich guy, but a certain amount of rich guys like to see this. You go to Afghanistan, which by the way, like uh, you know, you go to Afghanistan, there's like people that like uh in the band, and all they do is they do music for watching the little boy dance. You know what I'm talking about? 
Bakabazi, something like that. Yeah. There was a lot of books written about it. And the U.S. soldiers were upset because the people we supported uh, allowed this. And this has been going on for hundreds of years. The Taliban, who aren't locals, banned it. They said, you can't do this. This is against um, uh, Islam. Uh, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Even though this predates Islam in the area, you can't do this. So this is something that's been going on forever. Happens, then they, then it gets banned. Usually doesn't last forever. But anyways, once you have like real governments, it'll happen and then people ban it. <clears throat> is, okay. Has this ever been a part of, it's never been a part of American culture. Has it ever been a part of English culture or Germanic culture or any? Or, or well, I mean, well, you uh, this gone on in the theaters. They would use little boys to play women in the pic in the shows. <sighs> oh well, and oh, that's because women weren't you weren't allowed to be women weren't allowed to be on stage. Doesn't matter. These guys see this, they like it, and uh, they want more of it. You go to the continent, uh, like. There was lots of guys into some of these uh, castrato singers and stuff like that. It, I, it, it doesn't happen forever. It happens for periods, and then people are like, "Cut this shit out." It, you with me? I know there there is a region. There's a regional aspect to this. Like the, a lot of places, the a lot of places with Mediterranean climates have done this, and still places there where it does still happen. I, this is I. Okay. I can't think of any example of this being a widespread thing. And the- would you, would you agree with this? If you let this, if yeah. you legalize this, a certain amount of a certain type of guy dig it, oh. and will like spend a lot of money onto it. Like these are always. Uh, I had a I had a good friend that was Filipino. Yeah. In the Philippines, they do this, and they have a big dance and all this kind of stuff. Like right. Uh, and by the way, you can't do it in some parts of the Philippines. So, but all I'm trying to say uh, is like, by the way, little uh, piece of factoid about that. John Maynard Keynes, the economist who, you know, we, this show talks a lot about the whole money supply thing, you know, fiat currency, all that, that he feet Philippines was his spot where he went for little boys <laughs> and he used to write about it in letters. That's not like a conspiracy theory or anything, but no, continue. <laughs> Was one of the one of the critiques of his, you know, his, his I'll say his our monetary system is in many ways shaped by this the crap that he wrote and I forget who it was, but a critique of him was that he didn't care about the long like, he had to quote like in the long run everyone's dead so don't worry about the long run and so and the critique was well as a guy who preferred the company of of very young men aka children he didn't have a future he didn't care. Because he wasn't worried about posterity. But by, uh, but, okay, so by the way, like this, so first off, just like in all the other countries, this is a thing that doesn't, this happens at like these parties or bars. It, like it's never, um, just like in America, they're doing it, these, these gay clubs and stuff. It's at night, it's hidden away, there's music, all this kind of shit. But all I'm establishing here is like if you let this go on, uh, in no matter what culture, there's some guys that are really into this. Agreed. Well, I mean, th- but yeah, but this is true of anything, and this is the this is the point. The, the, what I'm getting at is that yeah, if you may, if you know, we we there was a viral tweet that some well, feminist woman whatever said like if they made uh, sex with children legal, men would 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 have sex with children, and I, 
I don't know if it was you that made this comparison or whatever, talking about like, you know uh, slavery in the ancient world, which is the, like men who weren't necessarily like that wasn't necessarily their predilection. They had slave children that they abused because they could, because this is a thing that this is a person that belongs to you. You can do whatever you want and not get in trouble. And just uh, they just do that because what you know, whatever. So oh, yeah. yeah, but but that is I think that is a. And that's a different thing than like Bakabazi or the pedera- the the pederasty of the classical world that w- wasn't like um what's the, what's the, what's the word for this? There's a, there's there's premeditated and then there's things that happen because people are weird, right? Okay, uh, well, cannibal cannibalism like there are there are can- there have been cannibals in Germany and the United States, but cannibalism is not like a part of the social fabric of of american society or our history other than like situations where people were starving to death there are places in the world that until very recently and some that still exist where cannibalism is just like a thing that people do and there's those things are different and i know this sounds like well who cares you're 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 just this is minor distinctions it's not because we are turning this into something that's part of our social fabric and no longer just weird shit that weird people do okay work with me a second so first off like what i'm not saying is that uh because this has been around this should be protected or whatever what i'm saying is um first off this is something that appears to be some kind of like uh if you let it go on it'll happen but also by the way in terms of things that pretty easy to ban the Japanese got rid of it just during the Meiji Restoration. The Ottomans, they just got rid of it. Uh, so people have been able to, because like there's this is always like a, a high upkeep thing. Like if you were going to say like, we're going to stop gay guys from doing it, like you would have a very difficult time doing that. You can stop this because they, uh, this just always involves a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Well, and and by the way, this is not sum up the uh this issue obviously like the shooter has nothing to do with anything like this but it's it's in the mix yes it, it is an easy thing to ban for for two reasons one children well, by the way and and on the story here tennessee just did people have a biological urge to protect children it's just it's just everybody has that they don't they don't like that and you know children don't seek out this kind of thing unless it's been done to them repeatedly and it, they, they're, they're rewired to, and even then they're not really going to be the ones seeking it out. Whereas, you know, you made, you had the, the lighthearted story from your, from like, from the days of college where like they had, to, they, they put a, a steel sheet in between the stalls of the men's room because gentlemen uh-huh. were, and somebody <laughs> brought a drill and drilled a hole through this like, like, uh, an inch of steel or whatever. Yeah. You're not going to stop it. You're not going to stop it. Like two, if two guys want to do that, you're not going to stop them from doing that. It's just you're a question of where, where, where the look it's, it's like real estate location, location, location. If you're doing that at the, at the purple oyster bar, uh, in the, in the, in the bad part of town, don't really care. It, it's what, it's whatever. That's just, that's just how it's going to be. Or at a truck stop when you're wearing a wig, which is like what this used to be. Yeah, we don't really care. We don't care about that. This is it'll be it'll be something you see on cops. It's not going to have anything to do with your with your regular life. Well, that's not the case anymore. Not only is that we're not talking about banning it, we're we're talking about it being fostered. 
And I can't, I'm not sure I've ever heard of a time in history where that happened, where somebody said, you know what would be really great is if we had, if we just had like, you know, started sexualizing the hell out of children. If we just started uh, encouraging people to do sexual things and rearrange their body parts. And, well, and, and, the ideology is too advanced for that. None of these people would believe that that's what they're doing. Right. I don't. I, I have you. I, I can't say I've ever heard of this happening. Maybe this is what happened. You know, because look in ancient, like in ancient ancient Greece before uh, in like, the time when like uh, the Homeric tales are being written, pederasty is not a common cultural thing. I've I've mentioned this before because I, I, I found out about it. And it was such a interesting fact. I thought it was important that you, you know in the story of the Trojan Wars. Uh oh my goodness, Achilles and Patrick was it Patroclus, right? His 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 cousin. He wasn't originally his lover. That wasn't originally part of the story. That got added in sometime later. Yeah, which so yeah, there was. A, sorry, go ahead, Fredo. I was say I don't know how much of it's true, but I've heard a lot of people actually make the argument that a lot of the stories that are told about Greeks doing all that stuff, it's mostly a meme that was added in like more modern times. To sort of, I don't know if it was to justify or you know whatever, but yeah, right. yeah, and, and that's true. Like this is this there. It's always overstated originally because like ideological enemies, like Romans, were making fun of Greeks for being for being homosexual. But then you have Oliver Stone making a movie about <laughs> about Alexander the Great in the early two thousands when the 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 thing has shifted. And he's made Alexander like a super. Queen, right? But, it's going the, way, the other way now. This is a separate point, but this is well, not totally separate. But this is one of the things you're going into other things we've been talking about, but like the human nature stuff. So, like, if I was uh, 19 and we and I lived in Germany, there's a good chance I would have saw a prostitute. Why well, understand in Germany, uh, they're hot, it's cheap. You just like it, it's like it's totally legal. Uh, like now. That like I'm not 19. I'm not that uh, thirsty. I'm like, wow, that would be a really dumbass thing to do. Uh, but you know, they had those little guardrails in there, so I didn't do it. Everything's cool. Uh, th this is this thing about like the managing human nature, like how like accepting like so the thing is like uh, we're you're just not gonna stop uh, gay guys from doing. It. Well, here's like the one of the ways that you sort of create. Um, uh, gay stuff where there wouldn't be there is like um, too much separation of the sexes. So you'll have this in the Middle East where uh, you cannot get uh, five minutes with somebody's sister. Therefore, or jail, by yeah. the way. And not every, not, from what I understand, not many guys go gay in jail. However, there's some guys like they're not gay at all, but they're just, they're just, uh, they got a motor. And if they're in like a British private school, famously, or they're in the Middle East, um, they're just passionate guys, and they're just gonna get at whatever is available. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although, if you believe what Graves wrote about British private school, that there was a lot of also romantic homosexuality that was cultivated, and I, I, I suspect, but I don't know that it was cultivated. It was basically they were being groomed by by their teachers i think but yes i, I get exactly what you're saying Se segregating segregating the sexes too much can can make this happen yeah always makes this happen uh 
by the way, we should probably get get back on the subject. Yes, uh, w- because whatever you you gotta again, you gotta be real oh, careful about wait, what you say. Should I finish up the thing about uh, Neil Gorsuch? Yeah. Okay, let me just say this. Well. And, and uh, okay, so I've been saying this. I've heard no one else say this, and uh, I don't understand why I'm just shouting into the ether. And uh, so I just posted a thing. I posted Neil Gorsuch's face, and I said he is not uh, without blame for what happened yesterday. I well, said, this good. Well, you you you, you you're talking about the uh, Bostock versus uh, Fredo. Do you remember <laughs> it was Bostock versus who? I actually don't know. I just know it is Bostock. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody. Clayton, uh, Clayton County. Clayton County. You're you're referring to that the decision that enshrined transsexuals as part of the protected class under the Civil Rights Act. Yes. Uh, here's what I get, and, I, and so now I've been adding this into my question. So as soon as I start this, uh, I get this thing that's like, well, uh, protected class just means you can't get fired frivolously from a job. That's all that the Civil Rights Act is. Yeah. It just means, you, and so now I add in, uh, let me get my uh, thing here. Sorry, uh, one second. Okay, I get batshit crazy. I got a new one. This is, this is utterly insane. It shows that Bog Beef didn't read dependent, demented. I got someone that went to Oxford, Harvard, uh, Cambridge, yeah, Cambridge, course. Oxford, Harvard, and is teaching law at Oxford and is a Schmidian, which, uh, what much you think Carl Schmidt would say about the Bostock? Yeah, of course she says that. She's a fucking evil person. She's an evil, like her, her job is to create evil where it does not exist. Yeah, of course she doesn't like you saying that. Okay, so, so she says, this of is course. ridiculous. Uh, and then she starts putting more stuff. And then I said, in your opinion, is there a marked difference in how major interest institutions treated this subject before and after the Bostock decision? Also, Answer without reverting to a 1964 treatment of what protected class means. Thank you. Yeah, and, cr- and crickets, right? You know, and I've asked this like many, many times, and I get nothing. I get nothing because it, people are like, "Why did this issue go so crazy?" In uh, when did this issue when when was uh, both stock like to um 2020? All of a sudden, this story just went crazy, and all of a sudden, every institution says you got to be down with this. It's Bostock. That's it. Well, he, I, I say the what, what you said. Like these people not, did not feel so aggrieved and feel like right. they were a, a protected class until Neil Gorsuch deigned to make it one. I know, but here here's what they're what they're going to say and what the, shit. and what she did say. She goes, "What you said about Gorsuch is like the equivalent of saying that Tucker Carlson. It's Tucker Carlson's fault that some guy shot up whatever." But like that's. That's not that wasn't the point of what you were saying. You weren't saying literally that Neil Gorsuch incited someone to commit a crime and he should be put in prison. The point was is that you change you changed this law, and since the Civil Rights Act is the Bible of the state religion, once you once you started adding up, you know, adding to the <laughs> move from the apocrypha to part of the canon, this is this just now this is part of the, of of civic life forever. If you're part of any institution's legal department and you are aware that this gender identity is a protected class, you side on that on that on on that half 100% of the time. Here, you're going to here, lose Here's the thing, which is what 
it's not funny, but it's it's a, it's a strange idea. That, and I thought about this today. It's not that this is like causative. This person might have done what she did anyway because she's just fucking crazy, and there would have been another reason for it. Whatever the the one of the given. They haven't released the manifesto yet, but ev- everything points to she uh, decided that she was a man. Well, the her parents. Qu- the question here is: uh, Has this person ever been hospitalized for a psychiatric issue? That's an important question that we haven't heard yet, and that would be like, well, yeah, it would be this, or it would be Ozzy Osbourne told them on the record. Well, you're not, by the way, that's tricky in and of itself because the dysphoria is not allowed to be considered a psychiatric, uh, uh, I don't know, malady. I don't know. That's not the the scientific term, but like anymore that changed whatever the organization is that, that puts that out, you know, which things are considered like a, a disease versus normal, healthy behavior change that. uh, I would bet cash money that happened after Bostock. And of course that happened because now you're, Violating they've been trying life. to work that in for the last for the last few years, but yeah, yes, here's but this is not my point. My point is, this person might have committed a heinous crime because they were they were an insane person, and if they hadn't been this, they would have been something else. Whether this could be directly related, to that is, did this person do it because, and and people have gone this way like and uh, the. Uh, People have gone this way to saying that that there are people who do encourage them to think about broader society as their en- enemy that needs to be violently struck against because for, for whatever reason I I don't I don't know that that had anything to do with with what this person did but I I know for I know for certain that the way it's perceived by the media and public figures and unfortunately the public at large is completely colored by it because you know this she killed three children and, and three teachers and no, I'm not saying that progressive people are happy about that because I don't think they are they're not monsters but it, it's it, it's all talked about in the in the guise of was well, this going to cause a backlash against this protected class and you know d- kind of nibbling around were the the basic complaint her basic gripes correct but she just went too far with it well that's that's the same thing if you well, if, if you say that well maybe you push this yes and 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 then you're saying they got what they deserved yeah well it, it, I, I was going to I was getting there next yeah and, and another reason why it's being covered and thought about the way it is is because Progressive people do not like Christianity. They don't like Christians. As a, as a group of people, they would be happy for Christians to stop existing, whether that be through conversion or just like dying and, and never have they, they don't like that. So when they see, and you've seen this reaction to the story, I'm sure. Back check. Genovis dysphoria is still technically a disorder in DSM 5 that likely changed. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? The DSM is like, yeah, that's like a lib manual. It will change whatever has to be changed. You, 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 there are people who are like, ah, oh, I'm glad because they had of a stock. Yeah, David David Packman made a joke about. I guess I didn't pray hard enough, and he's like a conservative commentator, but he also didn't he per, didn't he and his husband purchase a baby, 
recently? Is that the same guy? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm getting it wrong. Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, you got people like that. You have other people who, who say, like, basically, oh, they deserved it because they were chud Christian people and they're bad and whatever. Most of them aren't going to be that way. But they're going to think about this the way that may that I would think about when I see it when I see one of those videos of like we're in Baltimore and there's a shootout between two groups of people and like three people shoot each other. I see that and I go like okay. I, I that sucks but whatever, right? You know? I don't care. Because there there are people who shoot at each other. They're gang members, whatever. This means nothing to me. They think about Christian people that way. They're not going to have any sympathy, any any real sympathy for this. And they're going to keep asking questions about uh, the Daily Mail. Uh, the trans shooter was, uh, I guess, was it uh, uh, disavowed by her family or whatever. That's a weird a weird thing to, to say about a, a mass shooter, isn't it? Did any like did did remember remember that being the focus with Dylan Roof? That like his family was mean to him. Or Elliot Roger, Elliot Roger, who Malcolm brought up, was would be a, would be a prime example. Who like he committed a horrible crime, but you can see from he, his father was on a reality TV show, and you can watch in like real time as his father's um, parenting might not have been the, the best for for a, for a, a kid of his. You know, you get what I'm saying? Well, oh, okay. No, was, nobody asked that question when Elliot Rogers shot up a shot up a bunch of girls, and and I wouldn't expect them to, but they're going to ask this question now. It it occasionally comes up with like more like um, uh, serial killers, like psychosexual killers and stuff. They will look into the parents. Right, that's, right. It's different. But that's not the like. Uh, uh, let me give you the exact Daily Mail headline: Nashville mass school shooter was rejected by her Christian parents. And it's a picture of the of the of the shooter as a child, and it says trans outcast. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into that, but that seems to me like you're looking for an excuse, and that's just not something that we do for for <laughs> for mass shooters most of the time, right? Don't see that a lot. Maybe it's just me. <coughs> well. I would say that, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know what percentage of people left. So like, I think you could say someone like Dylan LaRoof, right wing shooter would not have done it. If politics were, um, less fiery. Yes. And and by the way, in this, and just like this person, so someone like Dylan LaRoof, right wing, this person left wing, these people would probably, uh, be going to Star Trek conventions or something if politics wasn't as spite as hot as it was. Yes. Well, that was my point. Dylan Roof, you could we can pretty much know for sure he did that explicitly because of that. This person went to a, a school affiliated with her parents, and she might have even gone to the school. I'm not sure if they if they've got that down or not. Ten so years ago or more. Right, but you know, that's different than going into a, a black church and just shooting people because they're black. I barely but, remember where my high school is. I mean, it's. I, I know, but you know that's why I say, to me, with the more important aspect, rather than what was wrong with this person and their identity, is did they kill those people because of their identity, because of their their faith? 
did they do that or was it just of because course. yeah of i mean course. that's i think that's pretty settled yeah for sure all right well i mean that to me that's a way more important question than well being yeah but yeah this. but the, yeah but his or her identity is protected under the law right the vic- exactly victim's identity is not yeah yeah well so I mean, by the way like um so we could be wrong but if we were it's because they haven't put out the uh uh, there is a manifesto we've been told. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and I'm guessing that'll make it clear. And, and, and I, I do think that is the story. I think that's what it, I think you're smart find, money. Right. Uh, I, I bring this all up for one reason. We just talked with Malcolm to episode. We just put the, I put the episode out tonight. Uh, and the first part of the episode, we talked to him about these, you know, these videos of, violent crimes and like the FBI stat stuff because this was a I don't know a Twitter dispute whatever about like racial racial crime stats or whatever and Malcolm's position was that this is all like this is all pointless and that there's really no beneficial aspect of you watching this or caring about this it has nothing to do with you and I and I understand his his point of view, especially the, with regards like you know power. If you don't have power, then it does you no good. Was his was his position right? Am I characterizing it the right way? Bog beef. Sure. Here's the thing: if you live, in, if you there are people, and I said this to him, but I think this this story kind of supercharges this. If you're a a, nor, a, a normie person. They don't realize the country they live in now. They don't understand that. They don't understand this. They don't understand. They might understand that somebody could come into your church and shoot you or shoot your children or whatever. Because that's just we've known that since the ninth, like like nineties. What they don't realize is the people who are who have power in this country will be glad if you if you and your family get shot because of your religion. They don't. I don't think they understand that. I think there are a lot of people who are like very nice. Christian people who do not realize that they are hated by the people who run their nation and have power over them and that they will in the future escalate this to the point where I won't say to be encouraged, but it'll be, it'll be allowed. Right. And wait, that's, that's provably true. Right. Cause I mean, if you think about like the people who, you go to church with on Sunday, right? A number of them greater than zero voted for this, but they probably <laughs> didn't realize that's yeah. what they were voting for. You know, like otherwise they would not, the number would have been zero if they, you know, realized that. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Well, <clears throat> um, I would say first off, um, in the market for LPVO now, I was, I, I was, I thought, I was like, why would I need that? I'm a red dot guy. I got good eyes. Um, after I saw that incredible shot by, uh, what was the gentleman's name? Oh, shoot. It was, uh, 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 oh my goodness. It was super, it was German, right? Uh, I wish I had, I'd, uh, the other guy was Caluso, right? Mm-hmm. There was two, there was two guys. Rex, was, uh, Rex Engelbert. Rex Engelbert, yes. It's, I think he took the shot, but uh, yeah, Engelbert took the first, yeah took the shot. Uh, I had I've heard things that oh, you don't need want that one to six uh, LPVO. I want one now. 
I bet she's been thinking to be sold out for a while. Uh, and by the way, these guys are heroes. Uh, watch the if you haven't seen it yet. Watch the there's a they released the body cam footage from Engelbert, who was the guy with the rifle who who fired the shot, and then his partner with him was Caluso, who also shot the person a couple times with the pistol. But you watch it's it's amazing if you watch that video because they showed up they they got the call and then 14 minutes later the, the cops showed up these guys went in while this person was still sh- was still shooting it was the AR15 i think right she could have popped him from the window it looked like yes i think i think the person was shooting out the window when they when they got there and they did not hesitate they went in they cleared they cleared room to room when they heard a gunshot they immediately began ran, running towards it and they killed her as quickly as they could and we it was should, we should talk or i'm not saying that you know what you're saying but next week we should talk more about the tactical situation with reference to uvalde because i think you had a lot of good thoughts here but we don't have the time to go into the deep of that we did and and i'll just sum, summarize that what i told you today it's a, and i said this when uvalde happened that this that the uvalde could have happened anywhere as long as you had a, sh- a, a shitty leader who was just not who was happy to sit back and then you didn't have anybody in the chain of command who's just like, I'm going in no matter what you say. It, Uvalde, eventually that did happen with somebody from the outside. But either of these things could happen anywhere. And I think the, the, the difference between Uvalde and this was leadership. That, that, that uh, Engelbert guy, <laughs> if you just listen to the way he, the way he acts, he's the leader of men. Yeah. That's, you, 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 need, could, you need one. You could tell most of the guys that were scared which is normal. He's I'm sure o- he was scared too. Yeah. Yeah. But he's the officer. He says, give me another guy. I need you here now. Et cetera, et cetera. But I, yeah, I think there was a lot more to talk about with that. But all I was saying yeah. is, okay, so you have this, you have, um, you have, uh, you know, right wing stuff, uh, Dylan roof, whatever. Um, the right is not going anywhere on the second amendment. It's not going to happen. Maybe if you guys blew, maybe if the left blew all their chips, they could get another assault weapons ban for, five six years i doubt it but maybe it can happen um i don't know whether where this other issue is going uh but uh you gotta wonder like is there business people is there anybody out there like god i wish you know we had a maybe it's time to uh you know ditch the senate and go to a uh maybe not everybody needs to be involved in politics anymore you know what i'm saying is there anybody (laughs) out there that's like i would get sick of this shit why don't we just the Senate refuses the compromise because that's what I get. Because uh, there's otherwise, we're just gonna go on like this forever, which we might. Uh, which we might, by the way, the thing about the, the people not, I know there's a lot of Republicans that don't really understand the situation, some of them do. I think it's just because the Republican movement has lots of older people, and a lot of these guys retired from a lot of these institutions that are now effed up and they just don't, they're like, well, you know, I was in the FBI and it was, we were all good guys. I don't know. What's the problem. Yeah. Or even if they weren't in the FBI, I mean, they spent, you know, 60 years of their life thinking they were the good guys. And I don't mean idolizing is too strong a word, but like looking up to them as like an important civic institution, you know, same thing with the military, Like it's, I mean, you could even see the difference between like 2000 and today, like uh, I'm not saying it's a non-controversial opinion, but it's not an outlandish opinion today 
to say, you know what, I really admire the Taliban for being able to <laughs> dr drive, uh, you know, the Americans out of their <laughs> homeland. That is like, you know, a thing that is people say. I'm not saying it's a majority opinion. 20 years ago, that would have been like, you would have been like, I mean, you couldn't have been arrested, but like somebody might have broken into your house and killed you for saying that. You know what I mean? Does what I'm saying make sense? I'm cutting that. That's going to be my ringtone, Fredo, saying I, I admire the Taliban. And just, <laughs> yeah, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. And, and I, I like I said before, I go a step beyond it. I think that there most most people don't realize that the whole the country they live in is not the same country that it was. They just do not understand this, and they are and, and like January sixth was one example of this. Uh, to you, not this isn't a U.S. story, but it's the U.K. and it's, we tend to follow the, the trends of the U.K. Uh, right now, it's literally a crime there to use to stand by an abortion clinic and pray. Someone was arrested for that. Like that is considered. Not only like pray, like you're saying it out loud. The woman stood there, bowed her head, prayed, and she was arrested for it because that's one of the things you're not allowed to do within how many meters of, of abortion clinic. That's that story surprised some people in Britain. It really surprised a lot of people in America. But they just they don't understand. Like you, you don't live in that country yet, but you will, and and. They would do this in so much, so much worse to you if they could, and I'm not saying this like to say you need to be scared, you need to be extremist or whatever. You just gotta understand how, how it works. <laughs> it's good, and maybe so much of what progressives say is projection, because like they'll say like you need to under, you need to have to talk with your son about how the police is gonna murder them. But like, I don't know, you maybe you shouldn't teach your kids that like this is a Christian nation and that you're just going to be treated normally as a person of the Christian faith. Cause I don't think that's the case anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going no, too far. I'll be slightly it. more optimistic in that. Like, I think will New York and San Francisco go the, the Britain route. Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, that'll happen there. They may actually even there have to dial some of that back a little bit because of the federal Supreme court. But uh, and the bill, of, you know, and it's interplay with the Bill of Rights. But I don't think that is necessarily the fate of a lot of places in the country, because yeah. we've talked about this on the show a million times before. The federalism thing really is a saving grace for us here, as opposed to a lot of other countries. Yeah. And, and, and for, you know, for Christian people, this isn't a stretch. Like it's part of it's part of the history and part of the basic. Well, I mean, we're named after a man who was literally martyred, right, for for this for this very reason. But you know, if you if if people have the mentality of you don't live you don't live in nineteen in nineteen thirty or nineteen forties America, you you might live in the Rome of Julian or God forbid Diocletian. There might be people who want to do things to you and don't like you because of your faith, and I think they're just not they don't know that. And, and this in this story will confuse people for that reason. They'll not understand why. Uh, well, you saw it on Twitter. People were asking, like, "Why are they reporting on this story like this? It's weird. It doesn't make sense. It's different. Where where is the black?" Like Orem was saying, like, "There's no not going to be any black any black squares on the social media profile for 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 them. It's just there's not going to happen. And that's because this is a un uh, a, a we're a class of people they don't like, and they would." 
like to be rid of us. I'm not saying they're going to succeed at it because I don't think they will, but I think I, I, that's the direction they would like to take things. I think we're good. <clears throat> yeah. It's a real downer. <laughs> well, I mean, so, you know, one of the things so I don't think, uh, Trump or DeSantis or anybody has a chance. And we'll talk about that next week. People just want to do some Trump <laughs> versus DeSantis stuff. So I don't think either of them had a chance because of the voting law changes. But by the way, I don't think uh, a Democrat can win in Florida anymore because of we did, we changed, we did stuff too. Yeah. So um, I just feel a little protected in that way. So anyways, all right, guys, thanks for coming out. We had a hell of a show tonight. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the long of life. Woo!